0: Hey everybody! Welcome to Speaking of Smowdown, sports talk show devoted to the movie trivia smowdown. Uh, with me here, as usual, my uh, my numbers guy, my uh, right hand man down there in the bottom corner, Double D. What is up, Dan? How you doing?
1: I'm doing great. I can't wait to have some uh, Portillo's chocolate cake uh, later tonight with my girlfriend. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. Hell yeah, and uh, also
0: producer of our show here, produce, uh, produce, I just tried to name you as, hey, his name
2: is producer, uh, Frenchy, uh from Smose the North, how you doing man? I'm doing well, it's been a crazy ass week at work, it feels good to unwind, talk some small down, and uh, having uh, also a fellow Smoldown, down uh, the North uh, fellow with me.
0: Yeah, that's right, that's right, coming back, uh, I think it's your third time perhaps, at least second time, uh, Maple Dan uh from Smosland North in the house how you doing man
3: Yeah yeah uh second time on this show I I did your old show as well S.E.N. That's Afterlife right. so uh, Right been been around the block a couple of times here but uh yeah. always nice to be back and talk some showdown down with you guys
0: yeah for sure and uh we're we're gonna get into the uh we're gonna run through the match uh schedule that's dropped for March, but before we do that, I want to bring something up. I want to ask you guys about something. I had tweeted this out at Christian about three weeks ago and asked him uh, I didn't get a response which something like this I didn't expect to get a response from the man himself uh from from Christian, but uh, I want to ask you guys now, I was rewatching uh the very end of the spectacular. With Andrew Guy and the Shmo Minati, okay. Now I'm going to bring this up here. I I circled those. Now is are those possibly some sort of clue or Easter egg concerning the the storyline of the Shmo Minati, Those handprints, or are they just handprints that happen to be right there when they filmed it, and it has nothing to do with anything?
2: Usually, I'd say it's just a coincidence because it is a shmomanadi thing, and every little little detail counts. I think it's put in, uh, especially if uh, Harloff didn't answer the question. There, there might be a you know something to be answered, and he doesn't want to say it. So, I think it's a clue.
1: What do you think, Dan? Uh, our Dan, my Dan. Okay, so I mean, I've had experience with the shmohmanadi. I investigated them. I it could be, but in my research I saw nothing. I mean, I got hacked by the Schmollmannati. They had the smiley faces background. I never used that. What happened at the end of the uh, spectacular? The smiley face hat, so mask. I, I so yeah, that's a big clue right there. The handprints, mm, I don't know. It may be a new development, but I don't know. So I, I, I have no clue. Before, before going, Maple. Dan,
2: like for me, uh, w- who uses their hands often? The Crusher. Oh, no. hands, crush. I, I don't know. So it might be right. just like just coincidence, but for me, it, it's an indication of a character that uses their hands. That like you know something, or I don't know. It's it's for me. It's not a coincidence. Hmm. What do you think, Maple Dan?
3: Okay.
0: Um, <laughs> I, I don't know why, but I had a feeling you would have an opinion on this
3: I, I definitely have an opinion on this And it's absolutely not made up right now um, The handprints, you notice If you look on the video, it yeah, looks like it's, it, it looks like it's a left handprint But yes. Guy yeah. has the camera in selfie mode so, that right. is actually a right-hand print, because all selfies are reversed when you take them. hmm So, a right-hand print makes me think it's a five. It's the five horsemen, possibly. But there's another thing of it being the right hand and Guy's true enemy being Ben Bateman. Who is Ben Bateman's right-hand man? We've seen him a few times. He used to carry his briefcase around. Remember when the boss had a briefcase? What the hell was in that? We never actually figured it out. So, I speculate that Brandon Hanna... Hanna, hand, handa... Hmm, maybe he had something to do with Guy's disappearance. Now,
2: a question for me, Daniel. Why isn't this on your whiteboard? (laughs) (laughs)
3: Because I had to do a draft a few days ago (laughs) So
0: so obviously you have seen You noticed those handprints before Obviously if if you didn't just come up with this Is that what you're saying? You've noticed those handprints before in there?
3: Oh yes, I've been watching this video At least once a day since it came out Trying to figure out where Andrew Guy is He, He wasn't in the draft there seems to be some sort of Andrew Guy impersonator on the action industries show, and i it's confusing like nobody answers questions about Andrew Guy anymore it's like he doesn't exist
0: it's yeah it, it that would be a huge coincidence if you <laughs> happen to stop at that spot in in and, and it's it's framed perfectly. Because it's off center, with those yeah. hands taking up the other side where your eyes would 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 normally see a huge void.
2: It's perfect. It's it's too perfect to be a coincidence. But I have to be honest, the whole five horsemen thing does make sense. It really does. And I don't know. Uh, do you think the whole war between like everyone, the X five horsemen, it just uh, a charade and they're still in control?
3: Oh no. I just look. I just fell down an even bigger conspiracy. Uh-oh. If it truly oh. is Ben Bateman who infiltrated the Five Horsemen and has subsequently destroyed and decimated them. And now he is now in the dungeon which is one of the next strongest bonded factions and let's let's not look into too many things there. But if we're truly looking at Ben Bateman as a possible person, and he is like second or third on my list as like the man in charge of all of these things, I, I worry about the dungeon's future.
0: Um, first. Okay. Dan, I see you down there, but I, I tapped my head first. Sorry. (laughs) Um, I'm calling an audible here, guys. We're supposed to, the opening 20 minutes was supposed to be, I was going to bring this up shortly and then get in the matches. We're going to d- jump into this more because uh, concerning, th- this kind of actually in a way wraps into Frenchie's corner as well, uh, where I was going to present something and then also say that I'm going to lay out a full display or a full rundown of my thoughts next week. But we're doing it right now. Uh, uh OK, I've been thinking this for about a year and a half, maybe two years, and I've got some people who can back me up on this. Um, when Guy and Bateman had their falling out, I, I was like, OK, this is the long game. They're in on this. This is a setup that they want to destroy the five horsemen, four horsemen at the time, wasn't it? They want to destroy the horsemen. Um, so that this whole thing was was in a big elaborate thing. Uh, ben Bateman, over time, he infiltrated them and he would tear them apart and destroy them from within. Uh, and, and and he and Guy would end up reuniting as act team action. Like, hey, it took us three years, but we destroyed you. Okay. Then they actually kind of like shit went down and and fi- and the five horsemen were torn apart pretty much. So. Maybe that really is the case. That's that's what I'm pushing for, and I've been pushing for it for years. But then you get into it even deeper, where it's not just the horsemen. Uh, the, see, this is where I get lost, and I need some help because then how do we connect Guy and the Shmo Manati and all that now? Because I still think there's a long game that they're playing. They're up to some shit together, and have been.
2: I, I I strongly disagree on that. I yeah. strong I, I think Guy is not in on it. He and, and he's well, on maybe not
0: Smolmonati, so but I mean, I think he and Bateman splitting up was all a play for them to try to infiltrate
2: the Horsemen like Bateman did and destroy them is what it, I think it, was. If we're going behind the curtains, if we're going behind the curtains, like uh, like the talks, I probably was the case. The storyline was you know you know separate. Divide and conquer, and come back eventually. But things evolved, uh, so I think that was probably the original idea, like the whole storyline plot. But things evolved into probably what was supposed to be that turned into the Shmuel right? Uh, and and it grew even bigger as a storyline without necessarily going back to your original game plan. It, it evolved into that. That's what I think. I think they've come. I think they've morphed into one big plan.
1: Yeah. What do you think, Double D? So. I was very interested in what Winston said last week that Thad could actually have been drafted. I'm calling it. I'm thinking it's Thad that's behind everything. He's getting revenge against Christian for double cro- for manipulating the Schmodown so he, he could get back in power. I think it's that. I think everything is all behind Thad. He's recruiting Drew McWheaton, he's recruiting everybody that he can. And Guy's just the, this next person that he's just throwing in the, the trunk so, and tied up behind a chair. Uh, with a lamp over his head, keeping him uh, sedated or whatever, and uh, so he can evolve and take back control of the snowdown I think that's the plan. I think that would be
2: so plan. disappointing, though. If it's that, it's like it, it would be like a oomph, you know? It wouldn't.
1: Well, I, I, I could be wrong. I could be right. I don't know. I just think <laughs> because it was interesting that uh, Winston said that he could bring that back. I, I mm. found that very interesting. So maybe that is the way they thought originally went, but maybe they're going a different direction, but who knows? We'll find out soon enough.
0: Back around to Maple. Dan, after, after you got me started on, on uh, my theory for the past couple of years, I had going, what do you think about all this?
3: Well, see, I mentioned earlier that Ben Bateman is only like second or third on my possible list of the people involved. I, I, And I still have, like, Mark Ellis higher than that. And that's just based on... Yeah, Mark Ellis is a curious, like, choice. Because, like, he seems so, like, likable and nice. But if you look back, he misses a good chunk of, like, last season. He's, like... Especially like in the studio matches. He was kind of missing. There were a couple guest hosts. There were. He was touring. Sure. Okay. He's. But he was.
2: (laughs) Sure, he was. Sure,
3: he was. Sure, he was, was, Louis. It was his
1: cover. He was doing it online.
2: Tell tell that to the people who actually saw him live during his touring. Uh, Yeah,
1: obviously. It was. was (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> it it makes sense for Mark Ellis to do it just based on wanting to get back at Christian for, like, taking the spotlight. Like, Mark Ellis is not co-chairman of the movie Trivia Shmodown. He's just... That is true. He's just a baby any,
0: Anyone, credit, um, like, anyone, it's always Christian.
3: And, yeah, it's Chairman Harloff and this and that. And he's the one who, like, is the one who has to deal with all the managers. But maybe that is secretly part of Mark's plan this whole time as he doesn't want to do all the work as well. So he has a little puppet Christian do what he needs to do until things start running off the track and he needs to correct them.
2: And, and what about the... A lot of fans think also it, it might be Clark Wolf herself because she was like, uh, you know, she was the... the, the um... Uh, commissioner right but we didn't really hear anything from her uh so might she be more prominent in the storyline if ever she's revealed she's the one behind it and what is the chances it's her
1: Mm, i don't think so i mean it'd be interesting but for her to be in the storyline but i don't know i think. I don't know, I, I I don't like, I don't, I like corporal so much, I have her on a pedestal, so I don't want to tarnish her image in my view, so uh, if she is revealed, I'm going to be disappointed, but I know I'll get over it, but uh, I wouldn't like it, I wouldn't like it
2: there was a chance like that one time, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Clark Wolf and uh, Rachel Cushing was supposed to be uh, turning uh, heel at one point if they lost a match or something, right? So what if they just exported that that idea just to Clark Wolf or even like what we said, the two hands Crusher, right? What if like both are actually going to do the heel storyline, but as not as competitors, but really as more like the commissioners and they're pulling the strings and they're doing their heel uh, hero storyline uh, just a bit later than than
1: expected. Mm. That's interesting well, I, I can probably go for that but, I don't know. well, I, I really don't know. this I, because it could be anyone at this point. I mean I had Christian, I, I predicted that Christian was behind uh, Mike um, uh, Kalinowski, but that's because of uh, we see a lot of Mike's actions. I think as we see more of the Stromized actions throughout the uh, season, I think then we can kind of get a clear picture on who's uh, behind it all.
0: Well, let me ask you something, Eagle Dan. You brought up earlier uh, the masks with the smiley faces. Mm-hmm. Have you? Do you have any theories, or have you found any connections between those masks and any particular people or storylines? Anything from you know any hints?
1: Oh, I, I, that's a good question. I the only connection I saw was when they hacked my Facebook account, and they used the, face, the smiley face uh, emoji background. That, that's the only thing. And I can't think... Maybe yeah. it's one of the rookies. Maybe it's someone that we haven't seen yet. Hey, no, you, it can't be because you don't know if they're going to be
2: good or not. Yeah, the you only, don't know. The only connection I see is Roka's mask, that mask. Will it maybe his, his evolution? Uh, because he stopped wearing the, the Guy Ferry mask, right? Yeah, yeah he a mask with a smile. What if that's his evolved mask, his new mask coming forward next season?
1: Hmm, that's that could be a good one. Uh, yeah, I like, yeah, that's that's something. I, I will say there is a connection there. Uh,
3: I I do think, based on like your mention of Clark earlier and this mention of Roca, it would make for a good transition. So for Roka, revealing Mm. him to be under the mask and him to start wearing that new mask would be great if he was transitioning from player to manager, let's say. And Mm. I do think the Clark reveal would work a lot better if it turned out she was coming back as a heel competitor. Because Mm. if you use that for Clark Wolf's return, it goes from a meh reveal to... My favorite reveal immediately because I want Clark Wolf to come back as much as I want Rachel Cushing to come back.
2: Now, like, if we base it uh, fast, fast uh, on the, like, say, um, Illuminati from the comic books, it's more than one person, right? There's like literally a team of Illuminati uh, heroes that like are behind the scenes. So we all might be right. It might be a combination of Tad, Wolf, Um, Plenty of people who, you know, want to play the system, who who are tired of certain things and decided to do their own system. And maybe that storyline is even hidden from, like, certain players. Uh, They don't know who's who, right? Uh, And only the players who know who who are in the storyline know it and they can't reveal it. But I have a feeling it's probably a team of five, six people that are pulling the strings. And we're just mentioning a couple of them, but we're not necessarily thinking it's a group of them.
1: Yeah, I actually, in my research, I did say that it was a bunch of people. It wasn't mm-hmm. just one individual because you need a whole bunch of people to pull off the things that they were doing behind the scenes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, who? I only expect Roka to hack my account. So you need someone who specializes in that to hack someone's account and uh, do all the damage that they've done. And uh, so, yeah, I think it's definitely at least 12 people involved, one for each slice of the wheel.
0: Yeah, and well and, and if that's the case, which I think so too, that it's a group, then they're spread out. They're not all in the same faction, which makes it even more interesting because that means there's you know, they're they may be playing against the their the rest of their faction as well and not I mean it's it makes it very interesting.
2: I'm predicting one per faction. One per faction would make sense. But well, yeah. Like a seed in every faction well, yeah, controlling yeah, but- that faction here
0: and there. You would have to, you would have to have one after this draft. though. you know what I mean, because for that to work out, you wouldn't be, they wouldn't have all had to be involved last season. You see what I'm saying? Because there's no way you could guarantee to get all of the same 12 people each on a different faction.
2: And next thing we know, we're completely wrong, and it's Mark Ellis's dog. So we never know.
3: <laughs> also, Jay, um, as like a person who runs D and D games uh, like you write stories that way so that you can fill in seeds with just a, you write a blank canvas so the character can be implanted later. If you wanted a person on each. True. Function.
0: true. Very true. That was great. I I'm, I'm glad we took that deep dive into uh into the Shmominati. Um, I'm definitely going to be looking up and, and keeping my eye out, eye out for some more stuff. We're going to talk about this some more, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, we're going to jump into uh, Sexy Numbers with Double D. Uh, what do you got for us this week, Dan?
1: Okay, so the schedule has been released uh, from now until March 26th. So as you remember a couple of weeks ago, I told you how to read my charts and forecasting the whole uh, – where everyone every faction's going to land. So now I'm going to show you where everyone's going to be potentially by March 26th. So let's roll up that graphic. So with corruption, they have a high of 16. They can potentially get 16 points and a low of negative 5. But most likely, that accounts for all the knockouts and the TKOs and all the negative numbers, the negative numbers for the knockouts and if they get knocked out. And the, if the 16 is obviously for if they include uh, knockout, they knock out their competitors. But most likely they will actually range from oh, by the end of March, by March 26th, they could be anywhere between, I predict that most likely they'll be anywhere between zero points and 11 points. Swag has a high of 24 points with a low of negative five, and they can be anywhere between, Zero, I predict that they'll be anywhere between zero and 19 points. The FinStack exchange has a high of 13 points and a low of negative four, and I predict that they'll be somewhere in between nine and zero. Uh, With the quirky Mercs, they have a high of 22 points and a low of negative five, but they'll probably be somewhere between uh, 17 and zero points. The stars, Have a high of 24 points uh, and a low of negative five. They can be, but they can probably be somewhere between 19 and zero. The den has a high of 17 points and a low of negative five points. And they'll probably fall between 12 and zero. Uh, The usual suspects have a high of 14 points and a low of negative four. And they'll probably fall somewhere between 10 and 0 points. And finally, we get to the dungeon, who has a high of 24 points and a low of negative 5, and probably will fall between 19 and 0 points. Now, we can take off that graphic. And this actually doesn't factor in the potential that there might be a triple threat for the Star Wars title belt. But this, because that's what's not what's listed on the schedule on the website is just a title match between Alex Damon and Andrew Melanta. So if it does turn out to be a triple threat match, we can see an increase uh, of three points from the stars, the quirky mercs, the dungeon, and swag, uh, which obviously will result the stars being somewhere between 22 and zero points. The Quirky Mercs can be somewhere between 20 and 0 points. Swag can be somewhere between 22 and 0 points. And the Dungeon will also be at 22 and 0 points. And uh, that's all for end of, of March 26. So hopefully uh, you drafted well in your Fantasy League because we're getting going. Now, early leaders could be uh, Swag, Quirky Mercs, rock stars, in the Dungeon. But because they have the most potential points available. But that doesn't necessarily mean they will be. It's just most likely they will be the early leaders by the end of March. Uh, and obviously the other four will be somewhere below or somewhere in the middle. So uh, let's bring on Dan, um, uh, Maple Leaf Dan. So get his thoughts on this.
3: Yeah, um, I do think that, like, depending on how many matches. Uh, You're given as a faction, which number one contenderships and rankings play a factor into the larger spread of matches that some factions have. And honestly, a lot of this season will be a balancing act of honestly, hopefully you get more matches worth more points and those are your wins rather than the ones worth less points I'd rather, honestly this year I'd rather lose a singles match than an IG match or a Star Wars match since yeah, exactly. at three a week we're going to have about an even number of all of them
1: yeah, and uh thing is, let me get your opinion on this, do you think that uh we're going to get a surprise triple threat with a Star Wars title match or do you think that it's actually going to be a title match between Andrew DeMolanta
3: or and Alex Damon. I like. I would bet that it's going to be two separate matches. I okay. think. I think that Damon uh, is confident against Melanta and pretty confident against either of the opponents in the next match. Okay. On the on the other side, I. Do believe the triple threat favors Alex because of his extremely high accuracy and just the number of potential steals that are possible gives him an insane advantage going into a triple threat over a one-on-one match.
1: Yeah, definitely, and it definitely gives us gives Alex if Alex Damon does win, it does give him a massive uh, lead. I, Think it would give him like 11 points if it is a triple threat match, uh, rather than a regular title match, which is seven points this season. Uh, he'll get if he does win, he'll get eight points because of the bonus uh, mm. uh, win, obvious bonus point for the title defense. So, uh, but I think I, I really do think that they might do two matches because. I think Alex wants to break that Patriots record. I think he likes to have as many records as possible. So, I, and if he does do two matches, I think he'll actually match that Patriots match, record if he wins both matches.
3: Yeah. Um, I think he's at four defenses now, yeah, five so wins overall. Him. And yeah. yeah, he's just got to get to six. And then. By his spectacular match or the end of the Star Wars tournament, Alex Damon could have a longer defense record than the Patriots.
1: Yeah, and I don't see that record ever being broken. You may get one or the other, but I don't think you'll get. I I don't see it happening unless someone just becomes just so god level insane of a moving knowledge. Uh, Hmm. but uh as of right now we can't say that at least with the star wars at at least in the star wars division
3: although we never thought the patriots record would be defeated and now we're looking at alex potentially doing it within this season
1: yeah
0: hell yeah um i dude i almost typed this to Frenchie, but i'm like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna mess with him in the middle of production <laughs> but uh I was absolutely loving you guys talking about that stuff.
2: For, For real. Right
0: it. Some <laughs> of it's over my head, but I love it. Absolutely love it, man.
1: But you gotta at least understand that this is the most points that this is the high that they yeah. can get. This is the low that they get. And somewhere they're probably gonna be in between. That and you'll start seeing the as matches get played and results, you'll start seeing that bar grow up and you'll you'll start picking it up once yeah. up through this week to week to week
2: to week. I'll probably text you a couple times, like, is this what you meant? Is is this what you meant? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, Yeah. Thank you very much, uh,
0: uh, both Dans, but uh, Double D, thank you for those sexy numbers. Uh, Now, everybody, we're going to go to Frenchie's Corner, uh, where Frenchie – well, I'll let you
2: explain it, sir. Well, Frenchie's Corner is uh, basically me and Mr. J. Wade arguing, because it's it's rare, sometimes it does happen that we do agree, but we like to, we like to, to push our, our limits, and to see uh, how much we can, you know, butt heads on a couple of subjects. So, I'll, I'll let the ticker do the talking for the first question. Are we going to see a new Star Wars champ this year? Is this the year Damon falls? Now, uh, Double D said he's going to try to break the records. Um, you know, he, he's He's going to go rampaging. He's going to uh, – The, uh, the Malanta is not a problem. His next uh, opponent is not a problem. I agree. Uh, I don't think DeMalanta the is the one to, to knock him off. You never know. He could. He has a drive. But I still think that this year is the year we see Alex Damon as immortal. Uh, now, is it possible he still continues his rampage? Yes. But Star Wars Division, in my gut, feels like a whole different beast. Something is evolving in Star Wars. Something is changing with the new three Dragon Con uh, players. I think they're bringing a whole new level of of competition that they did not have before. Before it was kind of like recycling, st- throwing and st- see what sticks on the wall. Some did, some didn't, but never to a level that really you know kind of shook the foundation. For me, the level of competition in, injected in Star Wars, I think uh, Harloff wants to see if anyone could uh, could defeat Damon, so he's really trying to inject the most he can. And I think we might have found people who can. Hmm. Well, Frenchie, you're right,
0: is what I would say if you were right. But, of course, you're not right. Um, <laughs> dude, no one – I don't care who you are. I'm impressed of course with – okay. so- okay. Yeah, Yeah, okay. Uh, i i dude I don't care who you are um no one and I mean no one can touch a force ghost and that's what alex Damon is he is the most powerful force ghost in the the star wars uh uh division of, of schmodown there he ain't being dethroned this year he ain't being dethroned next year he will be dethroned when he orders the person that he feels is his worthy apprentice to succeed him. That's when he will he will be dethroned when he allows them to strike him down. That's the that's when he'll be Look. dethroned and it ain't this year, it ain't next year, it ain't Demolanta, it ain't it ain't um
2: it, it, it ain't Ace, it it ain't <coughs> over, it ain't nobody, dude. Look, uh, I agree. He, I'm not saying he's not he's not probably one of the best we've ever seen or continue to be best we've ever seen, right? But if Don Merle can lose, anyone can lose. Um, Damon, I for me is on the same level as Merle in different divisions, and it only takes that one time, that one circumstance, that one question. Uh, Damon is scary, right? He you can't miss any questions, he's gonna steal it. The second you go down two, three, the match is over, basically. But with the gravitas uh, and, and the, the, the level of depth we have in the in the new injections, uh, and I'm specifically going to be talking about Harper. I've been going on a Harper's uh, a Harper's uh, a hoot, and I've been really, you know, saying this guy is the next best thing because this guy. but, okay, but look, this guy, like, let's say, like, P- Collins. He's a rookie. He's just a fan league. He's not good. He's Destroyed, and they
1: just it.
2: Yeah, they just throw him off because he's a new guy, right? What is the new guy going to do? Well, that's the same thing for Harper. It's not like he's going blindly in trivia like he's never done this. He's done Dragon Con. It's a different beast, yes, but the principle is it's still trivia and even, in a sense, harder than Schmodown because like he explained to me, um, it, they don't give clue context. They don't say Episode 2. They don't say The Clone Wars, this and that. They just ask a question, and you have to guess which movie which scene, which characters so it, it, he's used to going in depth, and this is for any Dragon con player, but this guy okay is still pretty pretty new to to schmodown, and the conversations I've had and I've seen him had too he speaks like someone that has been in Schmodown and following Schmodown for eight seasons he's able to dissect like dissect things and study things and Analyze well. Round three questions is more like this, more like that. It's only been a couple of months he's into it. So imagine when he starts getting the beat and starts having the uh, the, uh, defeating people and understanding the ins and outs of it. He's going to be a scary competitor, and I think one that can, you know, if not beat Damon, really make him sweat. Okay, first and foremost, where the hell have you been?
0: Uh, I've also had conversations with with Thomas Harper. I've yeah. had some at the same length as you. I've been in all the same conversations with you. So <laughs> no, hold on, you can't sit there and be like, Well, I've had these conversations with them, so I know I have too, but that doesn't change the fact that it's Alex Damon we're talking about. And then you want to bring up the whole, well, yeah, that was thrown around with Collins and Merle. We can't even there is no comparison between Merle and Alex Damon. If you you wanna compare the
2: goats of their own divisions.
0: Dude, Alex Damon has done far more for for the for the Star Wars division and, therefore, the entire schmodown than, than Dan Murrow has ever done. Ever. <sighs> oh, my God.
2: <laughs> <laughs> They're two different divisions, dude. You can't compare like that, man. All no. right, all right. Don't, don't blow a gasket. We're going to go to the next one. I need one. more Mountain Dew. Ah, uh, yeah, you really do need more Mountain Dew. All right, so let's go on to the next one. Uh all right, uh, all right. This gonna be a fun one. Who should do a switch, like baby face to heel, heel to baby face? Uh, Apparently, you said you you want to surprise me. You got a, a, a unconventional choice. So, what's your choice, my man?
0: Okay, man. Okay, and this was I goes- right? Yeah this this ties into what we were talking about earlier too here with the. Uh, uh, ben Bateman needs to go full and hard face in order to to successfully carry out the extension of their original plan of splitting up and and destroying the four horsemen, five horsemen, whatever the horsemen. They can never. They, they, they say they're five, but I only ever saw four, and then they added a new one because one quit showing up. Whatever. Um. But but it's a long game, dude. It's a long game. Bateman needs to like. Realize the error of his ways. He needs to show us that nice, nice uh, uh guy that he that we all know he is. We've seen that side of him in rare moments, very rare moments. He needs to open up to that. And along the way, along the way, he needs to bring along with him Robert Parker, Mara, and video Drew, I think will also have a change of heart. Uh and they will they will start to follow him in this face turn. And uh, I will say, and I will also add Jericho because I stand by, I stand by my, my thought I've always had since the draft night that uh, Kaiser will indeed win Jericho over. He will play for the dungeon, and uh, I think he will make a, 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 face, a face turn as well in all of this
2: big, long, drawn-out scheme of Ben Bateman and Andrew Guy's Look, I actually agree with you. That would be interesting. Is it possible, especially this season, with, like, war as a team and him going against, you know, his old teammates, I, I think it's something we could see as a redemption, like the aftermath of war. I definitely agree. But I don't think this season is a season we, we will or should see that, that flip. But you are on to something. For me, I would love to see – we've seen snippets. We've seen moments. But I think it's time we see – Full heel, Riley. For me, Riley has it in him. There's been times you saw him push back people. You saw him like, yo, don't get in my face. Now, don't go full heel like Hannah and diss your own teammates. Be like right. the, the proud Papa Den and defend your people, right? And, and, and But I want to see that bark. I want to see... Uh, red kryptonite Superman, okay, and, and really, really going at it hard, especially against Bateman, especially against his old teammates, this is where I want to see that he Riley really rise up uh, because Riley is sadly a forgotten competitor at this point. Uh, it, like the mock drafts we've been doing, I've always been able to get Riley at like five, six rounds in the fantasy drafts because no one is giving him the benefit of the doubt and if I were Riley I would be fucking pissed off and I would want to just stare everything down and show everyone these guys are goddamn fools
0: um I I, I don't know about that dude I don't know um it, it is possible because I still stand by the 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 uh my thoughts that he and uh and and Ben Goddard should team up uh together and they should be boy of steel um I'm still oh with that So, too soon, too soon. Goddard being a heel wannabe, too.
2: Um, no, 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 don't don't you start on Goddard. Don't you start on Goddard, man. I like Goddard, he is where you should be. I like Goddard, but
0: it, 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 I, I I don't, I don't think I'm trying to think of a way to, to, to shut down you, to be honest, but But, I'm right. So, what you felt, what sells me somewhat is. He feels bitter and betrayed, and he's mm. like you said. He's 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 uh he's definitely one of the vets. Um, he probably feels underappreciated, undervalued, uh, disrespected. Um, with all of those motivating factors behind him, I could
2: see that. But yeah. uh, and it would be so fun. To see it like it, it's something different from him because we've seen snippets, but I really yeah. want to see him really go full at it. Like I said, not going to a level and dissing on people. Right. But it would be so. Baby heel, Brandon, Hannah. All right. Oh. So look, look look, what. Enough about us. I think uh, our boys got something to say. I, I saw the reaction of them. Uh, I, I saw them freaking out a couple of things we were saying. So I think it's time to hear both Maple Dan and April, uh, Apple Dan's thoughts. Yep. So what do you words, think? Words. I have words. I want to talk <laughs> about the
1: Star Wars uh, thing so, because Star Wars is my thing. Uh, yes, I think this is the year that we're going to see Alex Damon lose the belt because of a number of different factors. One is Thomas Harper. I I said this the very like I think the second time we had him on the show uh, when he when he actually spoke to us uh, uh, promoting himself for being picked in the draft. I was behind the scenes like this is a guy that's going to get the belt and. Also on his resume, he's beaten Alex Damon before at Dragon Con. This is going to be a guy that's going to make Alex Damon shake in his uh, velvet, uh, his Han Solo vest. I know it. I know it in here. And another thing is, another point is, uh, Andrew Demolanta missed his final question in the Star Wars tournament, and it cost him the match. Had he chosen a different number, I am very convinced. He had the that he was gonna be the winner of that match with uh, ace Cabrera and we would actually see Demolanta and uh, uh, D- uh, Damon proper and I, I had a feeling like this is gonna be Damon's reckoning this is gonna be like Damon's I'm not gonna say he's gonna win that Demolanta's gonna win like demo' gonna give Andrew the uh, uh, Alex the fight that he wants hmm. so I actually believe that I'm still favoring Damon with uh, his next title match, but I'm definitely saying this is definitely not going to be an easy match. Now, what happens later with Thomas Harper? We don't know because we haven't seen we haven't seen the match. But he, he's beaten Alex Damon before, and that does say something. And I I usually try to keep it neutral, kind of be the middle guy, but I am 100% against, uh, for Frenchie. I am 100% in agreement. with <laughs> and talk get Jayway
3: way off okay of okay because- okay whoa 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 let's calm down here a bit this is alex goddamn damon we're talking about also a couple of words on de Milanta. great player great accuracy asg mentioned it's higher than alex's himself but like he does seem to always drop that very specific question that Honestly, he knows. But his nerves get to him. That's always been a struggle for Di And has no nerves. And you know what? Thomas Harper might lose to Marie Wilson or Zach Perkett in any match leading up to that title shot. And never even make it to Damon's feet. So let's not call Thomas Harper the new crowned jewel of the Star Wars division. When Alex Damon is still the Emperor.
1: I know, but was <laughs> the was the people. And let me tell you, I, I I usually don't like to. I agree with you. We shouldn't call rookies the new champions. I've only done that twice. One was with Kevin Smets in his very first match when I was writing for Trivia SD. I went to Fibs and said, This guy's going to be a future champion. Mark my words. And he was the champion that season. The second time, I'm calling it Thomas Harper is going to be a future champion. Star Wars belt holder maybe not this season I'm not saying when but he's definitely gonna be a future and it might happen this season so and J-Wade, I know you're listening there is a way to compare both I am actually going to t- tell you about it about behind scenes because we're gonna do that with uh next uh with the next week's guest oh yeah oh yeah, yeah. you Dan did. Dan I love you
2: <laughs>
1: thank you yeah, no, 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 no. There's no, no, no. And oh, you can't
2: compare. This, the, the, no. Yes, this is the year of Harper. This is I the talk. year of Harper. I don't care what you guys say. This is the I, year of Harper.
0: Whatever. Who cares? Right now, this is the time of uh, our next guest. Uh, And and I'm going to introduce her properly in my mind. Um, uh, Although I do care what Christian thinks. In this case, I don't care what Christian thinks. The Switchblade, everybody. <laughs> Rachel Silver. Yeah
4: joining us how are you doing i mean to be fair it is official i am the switchblade that's been oh, I, yeah i mean he I, he introduced me as the switchblade my, my last like three matches i think oh he did yeah he did. so yeah, wait. power of the people guys and i will say this uh because because literally it got to the point where I, like he kept texting me and was like please get these people to stop. And I'm like, I'm not encouraging them. Like you're the one that brought it up on screen. And then everybody took it and ran with it. And I love it because I get to be a little sassy and a little stabby.
0: Yeah. I love, I like it. It's very nice. Um, and, uh, I'll, let, let's get started in some, some, uh, dr- a little bit of draft, maybe not draft a little bit too with the draft. Not really. Sure. Maybe. Um, well, we had uh, we had a guest on a couple weeks ago, and we were it was post draft, and he was alluding to uh, quite possibly um, Ben Goddard teaming up with Paul Preston. Um, that would it, be a stellar team. <laughs> it, it, it might be, it might be. I'm I'm I am a fan of the Pride. Uh, I I pick on Goddard. I don't have anything really personal against <laughs> him. I just like picking on him. Um, but uh, I was a fan of the Pride. Uh, still am if they're still around. But like I said it was alluded to that that wasn't the case. Well, I'm just curious how you feel about that. Is that, is that something? Do you, are you, can you tell us, are you going to team up with, with Goddard again? If not, do you know if you're going to team up with someone else?
4: We don't know the teams on the den yet um, because okay. teams are being t- teams is an issue that is being pushed to the back burner of right now, because there's no teams matches anywhere near in sight. And unless it's the belt match, which is doesn't concern us. So, Right now we're just focusing as a faction on our members who do have matches. And once we start to like, once we start to feel that, you know, things are starting to heat up and, you know, they're starting, like gears are starting to turn for the team's division. That's when we'll sit down as a faction and be like, okay, so what are we going to do? Because we have what, six, seven, eight people in our faction that are, would make a, a freaking amazing teams. Like, Like, why wouldn't you divide and conquer and and create the best of the best out of that? Like, I would would feel sad to not play with Ben anymore, but I wouldn't feel any resentment because I want what's best for him. I want what's best for my faction. Um, And if it's not playing with him, like, maybe he gets paired up with somebody. And I mean, the whole thing with last season about, you know, everybody wanted, um, I think everybody wanted Paul and uh, Ben to be paired up together last year. And then Paul and Tom got paired up as, like, a power couple, and then they, like, lost their first match. And then we didn't hear from them again because of the way the season ran. And Ben and I were the B team, and we ran with it, and we, you know, we got two and one last season, which is much better than my last team's record. Wow. Um, but, you know, it's, it's one of those things, like, you never know where the strength of people uh, is going to come with the combinations that you have. And we have a lot of really strong people to pair up with each other, so...
1: Mm-hmm. All right, nice to see you again, Rachel. Uh, when I saw you at a uh, Star Wars celebration. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so definitely a highlight for me. Uh, so uh, my question is, is like, what's the toughest uh, category for you to study for uh, in the Shimon, whether it's in singles or in uh, teams?
4: I mean, this isn't like I'm not dropping any news bombs here. Um, movie release dates, I think are universally like one of the hardest to, 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 unless you have that brain for it. Like if you have that brain, like if, if history was your, your best subject, then you're great at movie release dates. Sadly mine was not because you can't BS your way through history class. Um, it's all based on facts. So um, I mean, you, 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 you try and find the study tactics that work for you. Um, and I think I found a few ways. So it may not be as big of a weakness as people have thought in the past. Um, but you know, you, you just keep working on it and like, you know, things always slip through the, the grate anyway, you know, like you can study, you know, Tarantino for a month and like, get it down really well and then move on to other subjects. And then you come back a year later to Tarantino and you're like, shit, what was that again?
2: <laughs> yeah.
4: So it's like, you know, you just, you gotta stay loose and you gotta, you gotta stay up to date and, and just keep refreshing your mind.
2: And uh, now it's my turn now. It's, I'm happy to talk to you again. It's been a while, uh, Rachel. I'm really happy to talk to you. Uh, last time we talked, uh, we bonded for, for a, almost an hour after the show about uh, Kevin Smith. So this is a Kevin Smith oriented um, uh, question. Do you hear any rumblings about an exhibition match uh, for Kevin Smith? And if there is one, do you think he could beat his own category against them?
4: Um, I think that I don't think that if, I think that if there is going to be a Kevin Smith off, like this is what I've pitched personally to Christian. Okay. Um, especially after, cause I was like, before I was like, I would love to do a Kevin Smith off, but like facing it, it, facing him would just be like, you know, I would have to have like a five point handicap for that because like, <laughs> you're literally quizzing somebody about the things that they've lived through. And like, that's, that's a little on uneven ground. Um, I mean, for a face-off, it's going to be deep questions, like right. It's going to be like the Mm. deepest of deep cuts. So what I proposed to Christian was, um, because Jericho had that whole like, I can answer any Kevin Smith question. I was like, oh, that's adorable. Um, I would love to do a Kevin Smith off against Jericho with Smith at the table.
2: Oh, that would be. I Mm. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Uh, and if there's one person that you know would probably take their heart is Jericho because he he want he needs some redemption right now. Let's just say that.
4: Yeah, but he's still gonna lose. I mean, it would. Oh. I don't know. Like it would. It would. It wouldn't. It wouldn't count. It wouldn't count against his record. Um, because it would be an exhibition match. But I think that it would be really, really fun. And I think that it would be such a great way to like. Even just be like an undercard for a live event, you know, Mm. like that would just, first of all, live events are just going to get everybody so hyped to begin with. But like, if you throw that on the undercard, like, forget about it, it'll be sold out in like three seconds. Mm.
3: I do think that uh, Kevin should invent his own like new round in the middle of it where he just comes (laughs) up with three questions on the spot. They're not even about his movies. They're just about his life in general. He's like,
4: what (laughs) car
3: did I drive in high school? (laughs) I'd be totally fine with that. I think the answer
4: would be hilarious.
2: (laughs) And how awesome, instead of Christian, we got Kevin Smith, but we got uh, Jason Hughes as well. On the table, that would be that I, I would, would die a, in a
1: spot.
4: It would be a seven-hour five-pointer. <laughs> <match>. <laughs> like they would get, they would get to like three questions and then have to do the five-pointer because we would just be like, they'd be like, uh, the theater's kicking us out soon, and we still have three matches left to play." Um, which I, I mean, you know me, I, I would, I, I would probably just like walk outside and like step in front of a bus and be like, "Life isn't gonna get any better." Um. <laughs> But no, I, it would it would be amazing. Anything Chris, Chris, Christian knows that, you know, he even mentioned it on an live a few months ago. He's like, if I do an exhibition match with Kevin Smith and I don't include Rachel, like she'll burn my house to the ground. And I'm like, <laughs> it's nice to know that you know this.
2: Yeah, <laughs> at least he's aware. He, he knows things, right?
4: He knows.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, right. I know. I know. One of you other fellows had has had another couple questions. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah. I've
3: got I'm one here. Myself. I'm so um,
0: excited. It's 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 been a long time since I talked to you also, Rachel. And then we were, that show wasn't doing video. So, and whenever I get to talk to people again, and it's the first time seeing on the, them on video, I'm just starstruck, man. I'm
4: <laughs> just here to enjoy it. <laughs> Drop it. I put my pants on one leg at a time if I ever decide to wear pants again.
2: <laughs> one of us is not wearing pants. Guess who?
4: Two other teams
1: yeah. out there. Uh, uh, the sweatpants count. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got a question, so um, I actually wanted to post this, but I forgot about it. Uh, what? Are you gonna? Yeah, it's it's people. More... Oh, D, come on, man! Follow <laughs> well, the structure. Yeah, you can go. I... Go, ahead, go ahead. No, it's, we're we're out of structure. Yeah, suck it. Yeah, well, I'm the
2: producer. You're not supposed to say that to the producer. Yeah, also, my head's gonna pop off.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I'm the one who wrote the
1: note. Also, and, I literally okay, like tried I said, I'm starstruck,
2: <laughs> and Maple Dan
1: still
0: <laughs> can't get his question in because. I'd... Yep. No, <laughs> I tried to start it, <laughs> and then my
3: internet completely cut out. Like it was awful. <laughs> okay,
1: so go ahead, Maple Dan. I'll let you go first.
3: <sighs> yeah, yeah. So i've I've got a I've got like uh, two questions here, but it's. It's mostly the first half of it was about teams, which you're not totally sure of, but there are two teams that you've taken losses to that are still out there. Corruption from Inky and the Brain and Final Exam from The Pride. Uh, is there one of those that you really want revenge on in this new season, or is it one of your singles competitors?
4: Um, I mean, I would love to face i mean i would uh, one of my losses in singles is to paul so like i can't face him i like i would feel weird to face him now like we also started off mm-hmm. as like super close friends so like it would be weird to face him again but i would love to face roca because that came down to a five point question um and nobody <laughs> nobody gives me credit for that which is fun because i'm like oh yeah he's a four or five time champ and uh nobody thought that i had a chance of beating him and you should have felt the tension in the room that day Um, and I would love to take on Liz again. Um, just because, you know, uh, that was a runaway match for her. Uh, and I tried to make it as close as possible, but I, I had a bonehead call on my part and I would love it for it to be more of like a, an even keel, like blow for blow match. Like I know it should have been, um, I would love to face corruption again. I think that that would be so much fun. Um, uh just because like it it was that was my very first match and i had no idea what i was doing um i mean like you have an idea and you watch the matches and you you know you go to the tapings and you have an idea but once you're in front of the in front of the lights and in front of the cameras it gets very it's very different and it kind of took me Mm -hmm. aback and it took me like halfway through round two to like or like to the start of round two to really get my footing uh, and then I got to be sassy because they missed so many Matthew McConaughey questions. Um, so I'd love to face them again. Uh, that would be a fun redemption. Uh, I mean, yeah, Final Exam was amazing and brutal, but it was also like... I think it was right when they when we figured out that, like, Corona... Baby!
2: Yes, We'd <laughs> make getting a bit too much... Uh, to enjoy, so.
4: Oh, my God, uh, look at those
0: eyes! <gasps> also... She made her first like. appearance when your uh, manager, Kate
3: Mullen. <laughs> hi.
2: Say, Luna Jade, say hi to Hello. everyone. Hi,
3: Luna. Is Luna hi, officially Luna. a Den fan? Oh, yeah,
2: yeah for sure. It's a bit, twice she's talking to Den. I think she, oh, she refuses to talk anyone but Den members now. It's
4: because she's a couplet. <laughs> Look at her. Hi, sleepy. Oh, she's uh, adorable.
2: Sorry. Yeah, she, she she's making a little of platinum so.
4: <laughs> And she wants <must laughs> to be a star. We pause for baby talk because Rachel is a sucker for adorable children. Um, I don't want any, but I love playing with them and then giving them back at the end of the, like when they start crying.
2: Especially she's at an age, she just wants to put everything in her mouth right now. So we have to be careful.
4: (laughs) Oh, that's always fun. Yeah. I always think i got a lot of chores that I
0: could
2: (laughs) do. But, um. No, no, I mean, mean,
4: I'd love to face anybody at this point. Like, I just, I want to get back. Um, I want to get back in the ring. I want to, you know, start proving to people that you know, twelfth round doesn't mean worst in the worst in the faction. You know, or twelfth pick doesn't mean worst in the faction.
1: Yeah,
4: like like baseball players, like center fielders don't get mad when they're drafted later in the in the draft. Like they're still playing. There's like you need a center fielder. You need somebody right. to fill that spot. Like you're part of the team. Why? Why would? Why be angry about that?
3: Also, no, like,
4: there uh, been
0: any uh, conversation? Oh, sorry. Go ahead.
3: Yeah, I was just going to add to that. Like Frenchie will get this, but like all all hockey talks about like unless they're the best player in the world, you don't take a goalie until the third round. Right. Like unless yeah. you can argue he's first, don't take uh, him. Uh, unless unless yeah. Hour, uh,
4: yeah.
2: Uh, uh, unless you carry Price, yeah, or or Marc-Andre well, Fleury, he, you don't you don't. He
3: was taken uh, first though. Oh.
2: <laughs> but uh I'm, I'm just curious like Jay Wade keeps harping on me saying, like, you're nuts for, for being on a Harper bandwagon. Uh, defend me. Like, I'm not nuts, right? Harper is going to be the next best thing.
4: Harper is an amazing competitor. He does have a mental edge that nobody else in the league has, and that I think is invaluable. Um, he also has a rabid faction behind him prepping hmm. him, and not ju- not just prepping by, like, by throwing questions at him but like we are talking gameplay we're talking strategies we're talking we're talking how to how to get into his head during social media and 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 with the promos and everything like we are on the attack this season and it doesn't matter who we're going after you mm. so harper harper already has a good a good leg up on just about any other star wars player um because he he has that history with with him that nobody else does.
2: Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm not nuts, Jay. I'm not nuts. Okay,
1: for, first,
0: first, of first, of all, I never said Harper wasn't a future star. I never said he wasn't a future champ. But he's gonna I, be. I he's, always, gonna put da- he's gonna He's gonna beat Damon this year. Damon's I, going down, my friend. That's, but that's the point. Your question was, who will dethrone Damon this year? No, or if will Damon- Throned, and I don't think he will therefore but that doesn't mean I don't think Harper can't do it next season you said this season yeah so it, don't, it, it, don't make it out not, like I'm like I'm knocking on Harper no, I, no, knocking no, on. No,
4: wait. I have a question for Jay White then um why do you what what do you think a season is going to do for Harper it's what, what do you mean like what 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 do you what do you think the difference is going to be between this season and next season for Harper that he's already I not just, getting trusted for I, just, a don't form think, by I just don't think uh
0: I don't I don't think the Emperor is ready to uh to be dethroned yet. I just he's I don't still be dethroned
1: in revenge of the die or return the die either.
0: I just I just don't feel it, man. It's a gut feeling.
4: I
1: just don't feel
4: it. That's a valid feeling. It's a wrong feeling, yeah, but it's valid. valid. Another wrong feeling well, is I, how
0: I seem to think that the the Cincinnati Reds are going to do decent every
2: single year. And, like, <laughs> it's just a gut feeling as a sports fan. I don't know. And I, I get it. Every year, I'm like, the Canadians are, won- are winning the championship, and then no, no, nothing.
4: I'm but, not uh, a sports fan. I totally understand.
3: Um, but and as uh, I was explaining, like – it, it takes so many matches to get to the championship that, like, especially from the rookie spot and, like, if you lose any of those, you get pushed off into either the tournament scene or the following season. So, it, it's not a matter of can he beat Alex? It's more a matter of can he get there? There were a lot of really great Star Wars competitors in that tournament. <laughs> Who don't get a chance to play Alex because they couldn't get past the other super great competitors. And, and, I,
4: and I totally, I totally agree with that. But I'm telling you, it's the, look, the the likelihood of 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 Thomas not getting to that level is so minimal. Like I and, have pure faith in him.
0: And,
2: and look, maybe, but I'm just saying, not this season. That's all I'm saying. Look, look, and, yeah, Like there's something about him, like. Like I, uh, I mentioned before, he has this emotional maturity, this logic, this way of presenting himself. He knows he's going to win, but he ain't no Hannah. He ain't no like cockiness about it. He just <laughs> knows. Uh, yes, I said Hannah.
1: <laughs> but,
2: but he has no cockiness. He just knows he's going to win uh, without no presumption. It's like he's talking about – Schmoldown, like he's been watching for eight seasons the conversations you hear and the way he it's not just the things he says it's the way he says it the 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 little intricate things he's been analyzing i've never seen someone pick up schmodown that fast in my life so it's something special about him like for me I, I felt something special about collins it's exactly exactly the same feeling i have about harper and J, wade you're right. He's gonna be a champion. You're just wrong on the timing. I completely and, agree with with and and Double D. Um, he, he's definitely this is his season. And Damon, you met your match.
0: Everything you're saying right now, uh, I said about uh, about Robert Parker last season, as as did so many more, and he didn't live up to it. Now that's not to say that he's not gonna live up to it this season. I but think it just means I- that he there was that hype. There was that there there's always that hype around pe i just alex damon dude he is if you want to talk about in my opinion if you want to just talk about not players in like players but but who has held titles the only person that i would that i would not argue uh was at least comparable with, with alex damon is uh the smasher kevin Smets. um I could never argue that. But other than him, I will argue, if you want to say Dan Merle, a title holder, against uh, Alex Damon, who's a title holder, I'm sorry, but Damon is far more impressive than Merle. He's far more impressive than any team's title holders. That's, I'm. That's hey, man. And, and I see Double D over there like, I got to say something. Yeah, okay, I got to say this. Okay, so
1: there's something in statistics called Belfer. And basically what it is, is that Let's say you have 100 uh, students making a test, and you want to find the averages of all the tests and where they fall on a curve. It's called a bell curve because it looks like a bell. On this side, it's the best. On this side, it's the worst. And as you get towards the center, you get the averages. So, and I did this for Roca and Chandra to kind of give this a preview for next week. And, uh, I found where they fall on this bell curve. And guess what? Dan Murrell outbeats everyone. He's the only one in this side of the area that's the GOAT. I have not done this for Damon, but I'm telling you, he's probably going to be out on this side. So you can rate this, you can compare it. So that's why I was getting frustrated with you
0: because I, <laughs> <laughs> I <have done> <laughs> If you do want to win me over, uh, facts and statistics are the best two ways to win me over okay. on any argument. So you add Damon into this and w- and present it next week, and you give me the numbers showing that I'm wrong in that in that okay. in that uh, opinion of mine because okay. I don't know. I'll, I'll do that. You. I'll do okay? that.
1: Okay. I, I just won't have anything for Harper, obviously, but I also compare where Demolante is, where Laura Kelly is, and where uh, Ace and uh, oh, uh, No, no. Do just champs.
0: Just okay. Only people who have oh. held titles. I want the statistics uh, and all their stuff our- to show only of the all of the title holders who is the who has the best numbers. Fair
1: enough. And so I would you, be willing uh, to bet it's, it's going to be Um Of ten episodes, where they fall it. But I'll tell you, you can't compare champions by, I, by averages.
0: I I don't think so. They're they're two like you can't compare like a singles to an IG. Somebody like maybe somebody who's in singles doesn't know IG. Okay, so that's on, why like, yeah,
1: it,
0: they're it, two different divisions. They're two different uh, kinds of genres and, and stuff like that.
1: You can't
2: Jay Wade, God bless you. God bless
3: you. J-way. I know. God I know. bless you.
1: Rachel, <laughs> uh, you you know,
2: y'all need,
4: need you me for it?
2: this. <laughs> I, I'm saying, like, Rachel's on. Stop arguing. I, <laughs> well, I was just about to last time
4: coming on this. <laughs> do
0: you have, Do you have any final thoughts on this, uh, uh, or
4: anything for that On my final thoughts, um, I think comparing the divisions is like comparing apples to Volkswagens. Very different things. Um, I think that I think that Thomas Harper will have a star Wars belt by the end of the season. Um, I think that the den is going to be extremely tough to beat. Um, I think a lot of people should be scared of us. Um, and I'm just excited to start the season and prove a lot of people are wrong.
0: Excellent. Yeah. We're all looking forward to that too. And, uh, uh, I got a call from Saul last night when he's taking a break from some training and he, he sounded intense. Like, just, he, I mean, he wasn't like, there was nothing stressful like a situation, but he just, he was like, yeah, I'm taking a break from training. He just sounded like he was in the zone. So Saul uh, has
4: turned into smog at this point. Like, he's just like a fired up dragon that somebody stole his gold and he's pissed. Uh, yeah, he's he's on the rampage
0: yeah i'm definitely looking forward to that uh rematch with him and hannah and uh also looking forward to see who your uh who your new teammate is if it's not goddard uh it'll be interesting to see what happens you know like you guys were definitely the the top team for the faction so maybe it maybe it would do good if you can each find a separate partner and split the goods and and get you know hit people with more power that might be good but uh we're gonna we're going to keep an eye on it for sure. Thank you very much for your time. Of
4: course. Anytime, guys. It's always good to be back.
0: Oh yeah, really appreciate it. The switchblade everybody. Thank you so much. Good luck this season. And uh yeah, it's going to be uh it's going to be a hell of a season. I'm really it, it gets closer each week, I get more and more on edge <laughs> because this war is going to be insane. Uh but uh right now we're going to move along to hard questions. Where uh, Frenchie and I—he
2: eh, can explain it better than me. I ramble. Okay. okay, look, because the way we we set up the the show for our segments, anyways, uh, was you know we like to argue, but we also have really in depth conversations like adults do, not just <laughs> the whole time, right? Uh, so we we wanted to take the 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 subjects a lot of people argue about and sometimes lose respect. We don't necessarily di- dive deeper into the... Uh, you know the more you know plausible things and they just yell at each other we wanted to avoid that we want to really have a adult conversation and this week's uh, conversation is something uh, that i see a lot of division it's really split in my opinion and should star wars dive deeper into the d plus content and you know rebels and and the clone wars and things that you know are not movie related because a lot of people say hey this is Movie a uh, uh, schmow down for movie trivia, not TV trivia, not Star Wars lore trivia. It's movie trivia, and I get it. I I, I completely get it. It like, technically makes no sense in a sense, right? But for some odd reason, for me, Star Wars is kind of the exception. Uh It's kind of it's such a lore thing. It's such interconnected that. If you are a Star Wars fan, usually you know everything. If you're like a hardcore Damon, hardcore Harper, hardcore the Melanta, Star Wars is not just movies. It's books, comics, TV show, um, hell, the the you know uh, uh, even some radio play. Apparently, there's a lot of things that that, that involve Star Wars. So for me, Star Wars could pump up questions from other places and still make sense because there's things that interconnect into the movies and movies interconnect into the shows. So it wouldn't be a disjunct feeling. They all intertwine. And the thing is, we're getting deeper and deeper they can't reset the questions every two years, okay? And nope. especially they're they're making a push for more competitors, more matches, more. At one point, it's like how many grains of stone is there on the wall? You know, it's like it's at one point if you if the questions are like how many horns does Darth Maul have on his head? It's like good lord, people. So there's there's so only so much you can do. And I've been checking the upcoming movies, right? There's, like, three movies in, like, 22, 26. It, it, it's going to take some time before we get more movie content. But in the TV right. show, it's one after the other, right? So, I, for me, it's just a natural evolution. And if it was, a, like, TV shows for TV shows, no. But since it's Star Wars and it interconnects, for me, kind of makes sense. Um. I absolutely cannot argue with anything
0: that you just said there as far as the reasons as to why it should be included. I completely agree. Um, if it is included, I have no issues with that. It will not be the goal the, the that I, I die on. But uh, I do take a firm stance that as long as it's called, and I'm going to be like this, As long as it's called the movie trivia showdown, I do not think that it should be included. Now, if they want to somehow, um, you know, within, you know, under underneath the movie trivia showdown umbrella, it's not the Star Wars movie trivia division, but like just the Star Wars division. And and they make and they make it clear that that's the case. Then, yes, I would be 100 percent for that. Because you, th- you are absolutely right. Um, you know, like you said, the books, the comics, ju- just everything, the, the games, the 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 cartoons, everything. Yeah. And yeah. I completely agree with you, except for that that one little roadblock where it is called but, the movie TV Here's
2: the thing, because like we're going on an old concept of if it's on TV, it's a TV show, right? But now with streaming. Uh, look at WandaVision. WandaVision is basically a movie cut in half an hour episodes. The quality, the way it's it's progressed, the way it's written feels like mini movies. Okay, And the more we advance in, in, in the society that we live in today, sadly, if this continues with variants of COVID and this and that, we might not have movies as we know it. TV shows might become our movies or, you know, we might have movies directly on streaming platforms a lot more than cinema. So things are changing. Right. And I think uh, Star Wars has been changing from Mandalorian era that it's felt like a a mini series put in like in the quality of a movie. Back in the day, 10 years ago, Mandalorian, Mandalorian would have not have been a TV show. It would have been a movie. Right, if like the whole Han Solo thing uh, movie would have worked a hundred percent, and they would have done the Obi Wan, probably Mandalorian after, right, as movies, but that didn't work, so they did something different. So for me, Star Wars, I get it, is movie trivia showdown. down, but the concept of movies and TV shows are blurring the lines these days, and you're getting content questions that would put a level playing field for new and old competitors, you'll be starting at zero in a sense. Because, you know, the, the movies, you'll be accumulating, accumulating, accumulating knowledge and you just always visit back and just see what you can soak in, right? Whereas right. you add new content that you would have to do new research because before you just watched it, saying yeah. to yourself, this is not going to be in a movie trivia mode on because, you know, it's not a movie, so I'm not going to retain it, but now, oh shit, it's in it. So everyone has to start from zero. It kind of gives chances to scrimshaw to to anyone else that has a bad record but doesn't reflect the record to to kind of be equal to other players that that have a bit more success so for me it makes sense question wise level playing wise and the fact that movies and TV shows right now are blurring the lines well before we get
0: both dan's in here i'll I'll give my final thought um i i i under again I agree with what you're saying as far as it would be great to open up the info but I just I'm sorry, but even though it may feel like a movie, it, it is a series. It is called a D plus series, which means it's not a movie. And that's just, that's a fact, which I can't get past. Like I said, if they want to make it clear that under the movie trivia's Schmodown umbrella, that there's just a Star Wars division that covers everything, that's fine. But then you're going to get into. The Marvel then then why not in inner Geekdom why don't we add the Marvel shows and if we're adding the Marvel shows, we have to add mm. the comics if we're at you know it's a slippery and,
2: slope man and it's this cool. where I agree with you is because for me i I wouldn't want uh the the Disney plus Marvel content in because there's so much Marvel content already it's it's kind of like it, it there's no marvel division it's i g right it's the same thing they're both series. But that's, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like I'm kind of contradicting myself, but for some odd reason, I can't go over the fact that for me, Star Wars feels different because Star Wars has its own division where it's IG already. You got like 200 movies, not alone, like the Marvel. So like, why add more shit? You know, you already have enough study content and question content. Star Wars, it's, one thing one thing only it's star wars and right now the movies are going to take time before uh, it gets released but you're still getting new content in so for me because it's a really smaller something that's very more focused in it would still serve without being too much of of a hindrance uh c- because you won't have that much things else to study right because it's, it's ongoing um Again, I'm contradicting myself because you're right. If you're opening up the the, the, the door to have Star Wars D Plus stuff, you're opening the door for other D Plus things. But could we do an exception? Could Christian maybe understand that you know you kind of need new content after a while because you, you don't you don't want there's no more surface level questions, there's no more surface, Star Wars is like the most ridiculous questions ever. So if we're going into Hell, let alone just an IG territory uh, to have left several uh, surface level questions in IG slice wheels, right? And rookie matches and matches that, who, you know, uh, have uh, competitors are zero and one. What surface level, what easy questions is there left if you're not recycling? It's just a question of practice. That's the thing. It's a question of practicality for me makes more sense. Fair enough. All
0: All right. right. Let's get get Maple Dan and Eagles Dan's take on this.
1: Okay, so back when Trivia SD actually got started, I one of my first early uh, 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 articles was this exact, well, similar to this question: "What should happen to the Star Wars division?" And I proposed to have it all canon, simply because Star Wars is such a very niche division. You have to know just a certain amount, of just nine movies. Whereas IG, you're Getting Star Wars, you get Star Trek, you get Harry Potter, uh, Marvel, DC, DCEU, DC films. So you're getting all these films encompassed in a division. Whereas Star Wars, you're only focusing, you're limiting yourself to just the nine movies, or 12 movies now. Uh, Yeah, 12 movies, plus what's ever coming out. And it's going to take long, just like what Frenchie said, it's going to take longer and longer to get movies out. So why not infuse? make an exception, I know it's not the movie, it's not movies, but make an exception so that way we're not having the same questions, uh, not having more difficult surface levels, or difficult questions like, what caliber is Han Solo's Blaster is? And it, and it infuse the shows because it's such a very niche uh, division. And those are my thoughts. I actually agree that you should have these shows and, and not have Marvel because Marvel's producing three movies a year going on to four, so it makes no sense. So what
3: is your take I, on that? I agree and then disagree. Mm-hmm. I agree that the Star Wars show should be added into the division and, if necessary, move it into the... make it the Star Wars trivia division. And then I would... I would specifically look at what Disney considers the exact canon, and if any of the Clone Wars or Rebels doesn't fit into that perfectly, you move those away, and you just stick to what's been made since this new thing. And Because Mandalorian is going to retcon a few of those things. A number of these TV series that they're adding into the universe are going to retcon some of these older stories that we're used to. And Again, on the MCU front, the MCU is a television show. It follows an arc, and I was mentioning in the chat here that like, I believe WandaVision is required viewing for the MCU. And it's part of the MCU, part of its story is going to tie directly into Doctor Strange. These characters that they're introducing... Uh, that I don't want to like draw too many spoilers for a show that's on the air right now, but like they're they're going to play roles in movies. There's going to be big movie roles for them, and if you're asking questions about them, you may need the context of these Disney Plus series. But they're still MCU series developed by Marvel Studios. If it was developed by ABC, maybe. But if it's developed by Lucasfilms, it, devo- it belongs in the Star Wars division.
1: Yeah, but I would argue that we're already Marvel, uh, MCU fans. We're going to watch all this content anyway. So with, with Mandalorian, it's more of an uphill battle, battle because the movies have been divisive and uh, so hard to get to look on these my mom hasn't even seen war Warren. and she fell asleep on the first episode, and me just <laughs> why so I didn't watch it. So, I feel that, it, because I do feel that if you are, that's why I feel it's different with Marvel and uh, Star Wars, because we're going to watch the shows with Marvel, but uh, Star Wars, only the pure heart fans will watch it, and maybe because of word of mouth, people will get on board with it.
0: All right. That was a very great discussion, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> I love and it. No one no one screamed at each other.
3: <laughs> no, no one way. called
0: anybody names, no one, you know, <laughs> anything like that, man. It's it's amazing. It, nice. Harmony. Listen,
3: Dan Dan and I can be on opposite sides of a page and not turn into a screaming match. I, I don't know about you guys.
2: <laughs> Frenchie's corner is all different. We let the beast loose, okay? We, we are emotional people, me and Jay Wade. We're, we're the same club, say, different
1: to... <laughs> I will say, Jay just made me angry when he said, you can't compare, you can. You can compare everyone's average and you can well,
0: Prove me wrong next week. I uh, Cannot wait. Um, <laughs> thank you, Dan. Thank you. Cannot wait. You're
1: welcome, man. You're welcome.
0: <laughs> speaking of Smodown and speaking of next week, um, we got pay-per-view matches, the first matches of the season coming up. Um, one of them is title match. We've got Shondrew going up against Mara Kanopic, and we've got Molly Damon versus Laura Kelly. Uh, let's go around the horn here real quick and get some predictions. Uh, we'll start with you, uh, Double D.
1: Uh, I said this last week. You know, I, I, I still haven't changed it. I think uh Chandru's going to defend it again. But my heart wants to say Mara. I, I just I just can't I just can't change my mind. I, I think my head says Chandru, but my heart wants Mara. So uh, and for Laura I think it's gonna be such a tight match between Laura and uh, Molly, but I do give the edge to Laura because I think she's just more Experience and knows how more
2: confident with herself. Now, hot take for me um, Shandu and TKO. Really? Mm. Shandu TKO. Maro is wow. amazing, but the game has evolved. The game has evolved. Shandu is a whole different beast. Uh, again, um, I'm going to repeat myself. This guy has such an amazing memory, like quickness in his recall. Uh, Again, when he used to study on the Facebook groups, people would answer questions two seconds after dot, 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 answer, dot, 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 answer. He is a IG Bible on two legs. It is. Absolutely ridiculous. I, I think Mara's is going to have a, a harder time than even she, what she had with uh, Rachel. You do with know
3: the, she's the nuclear scientist, right? I mean, yes, and, the, he's like, an
2: <laughs> she's, he's, she's and he's studying to be an astronaut. She's she's studying to be an astronaut.
3: High intelligence, and Good. also like my thing is the Star Wars division with Mara throwing her hat into the Star Wars division on top of the Inner Geekdom one. She's going after her title belt, and she's tackling the hardest division in the MTS. I believe Mara knows more than we think. Mara was prepped for studying to beat Kevin Smets, who has a better accuracy than Chandra Dandapani. She's ready for Chandra. Mara is taking that match, and I have Laura beating Molly by, like, a thread. So if Molly wins, I won't even be upset.
2: And I'll give my picks uh for, for Laura versus Molly. I think that's gonna be a closer match like Dan. Um I still think it's Laura, but I think it's gonna to go to the five round that five pointer. Yeah. Yep.
0: Um well I gotta say uh I gotta I gotta pull a little bit uh, uh from the curtain, let you guys see a little bit behind because uh I have to contradict what I said in Frenchie's corner because this is real time right now. Um uh, I, I've been on the Laura Kelly train for years, and I I honestly thought she was going to take the title last year. I honestly think she's going to take the title this year. I mean, those are my my legit feelings. I do think Damon will be dethroned, and I think it'll be by Laura Kelly. I'm really rooting for that, and obviously, I'm taking Laura Kelly in the Star Wars match. Um, yeah. And as far as the 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 title match for IG, man, I. There's, I said it last week, and I'll say it again this week. There's no way you can go against Chandra's hair. That all the power lies in the hair. Um, it's <laughs> about it, you know, like his career started, he had short hair, and over time, is has gone. The hair's got longer, and he has just got nothing but better and better and better. And uh, until he chops
1: fits ball, into a suitcase,
0: he ain't gonna lose that title. <laughs>
3: Mara fits into a suitcase. She's gonna ship herself to Chandra's house and cut his hair off in his sleep. (laughs) But
2: look, like again, Mara's really good. But I don't know. Again, call me crazy, but this—I usually go with gut feelings. And my gut feeling is Shanju is just improving every time. That's the thing. He he doesn't seem to plateau right now. He seems to always get better with every performance and always going – like, he will plateau eventually. Everyone does. Merle does. uh, did. Colin will eventually too because that's what sports is, right? You are dominant until you find that person who beats you. Uh, And this is why I think Damon will be beat this year because I think he's going to reach his plateau that being said, I don't think uh, I don't think Chandra was reach a plateau, and I don't think uh, Mara is that person to make him plateau.
0: I agree, um, Dan. You got a final thought there? It looks like you got something. <laughs> yeah, so. I
1: did. Uh, so I wanted to do I wanted to double check my numbers with the the, the bell curve that I'm giving. So Mara averages 19.8, which will make her into the uh, above of. Average category and Chandru is at 23.4, which is in the superior category. So, uh, according to their averages, Chandru is better. So, I'm just, just kind
3: of throwing that out there. Just now. And there she's right, was playing uh, on a different bell. Yeah, true. True. <laughs> true,
1: but
2: and she's right, the X-Factor there's 50 new uh slices, and if there's one person that can absorb really fast. Uh, I don't know if he's yet, he has idyllic memory or not, but if there's one person who can go from A to Z and not be in the same level uh, playing field as the other people because of new slices, it would be Chandra, in my opinion, because he seems, the only thing he does, he seems just to learn, absorb, and recall it right away. So, you know, there's some players that have to study, 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 Same thing, just to retain one thing. Him, it seems like he sees it once, he retains it, he does not need to always go back, you know? Uh. So, I, I think because of that, everyone's on the same playing field except maybe for Shandru. Yeah, and uh, actually we will, uh, we will have Shandru on
0: with us next week uh, opening the show. Uh, the show starts at 11.30 a.m. Pacific time, 2.30 p.m. Eastern time uh, to talk about that match. So we'll find out what happened then and get get uh, his insight from it. Um, and also uh, on the back half of that, our scheduled guest is John the Outlaw Roca. So that's a hell of a lineup for next week everybody. Be sure and uh, come back for that. Uh real quick, please uh, subscribe to this channel, help us out, help us grow. Share it. Um you follow the JCast network on uh on the Twitter. Uh that's where you'll find this show. Um also uh the JCast network on um on uh Stereo and at J Wade 1134 on the Stereo. Um, and you can find, you can see right there at jwait1134 on the Twitter as well. Uh, Frenchy, why don't you go ahead and tell the folks where they can find you at?
2: Well, you can find me on Schmoes on, North on uh, YouTube, Nor Schmoes uh, on Twitter. Also, uh, you can find me on Stereo. If you have missed it last week, I got uh, Thomas Harper on. Uh, and this is where it kind of hit on me, really. This is why I think he's going to be champion. Uh, listen to "Way He Talk Down." It is amazing. You won't regret it. Uh, and uh, yeah, you can find me here every uh, every week, man.
1: And double D, you can find me on stereo at and on Twitter uh, simply at Dan Dolinsky. As simple as that. And I'm here on uh, uh, this show every week, so running down the numbers, giving you the stats, and occasionally proving these two wrong. Uh, occasionally. But for
2: once, you agreed with me, so I'm all for
1: it. I try to stay in the middle, but I'm 100% with you.
2: All right. Who cares if they agree? Uh, Thank you very much,
0: (laughs) Maple Dan from Schmoes of the North as well. Thanks for being our special guest co-host this week. Uh, We're definitely going to have you back more for sure. Uh, Where where can the folks find you at?
3: Yeah, you can find me over on our own YouTube channel at Showns of the North, doing Shmoedown Night in Canada and Northern Consultations. Or uh, I'm also launching a show of my own there very shortly that's going to be covering uh, me sitting down with a guest and talking about their favorite TV show that's going to be... Uh, the best TV show podcast. And you can find that at the BTVS pod on Twitter. And you can find me on Twitter at Avengers underscore SOTN. That's Avengers, but an E H instead of the A.
0: Awesome. There you have it, guys. Today's, uh, well, this week's episode of Speaking of Schmodown and like I said, we've got a uh, we've got Chandru and Roca on next week, and the following week to wrap up the month, we have Laura Kelly and Ace Cabrera on. So that'll be good times. So be sure and, uh, like I said, follow us here on uh, this channel on YouTube, on the podcasting platforms. Uh, show us some love, help us grow a little bit here. And uh, until next week, everyone have a great, safe week. Bonsoir. You want to hear something funny? The mic wasn't on that whole time.
1: No way. Yeah, for real. Oh, wow.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So smooth.